Today is Monday, March 20th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. If today's episode were The Bachelor, Chris Harrison would be fully justified in calling it the most dramatic news weekend ever. Early Saturday morning, Donald Trump posted on his pet social media platform, Truth Social, that he expects to be arrested on Tuesday, that is tomorrow, by the quote, highly political Manhattan District Attorney's Office. In his post, which on his platform is called a truth, he also called on his supporters to come and protest the arrest. I am getting flashbacks. As wild as you can imagine such a scenario would be, it is unclear where Donald even got the idea that he was being arrested tomorrow, given that his own spokesman said that he had not been officially notified of any arrest. Trump's post on Truth suggested that he found out due to leaks from DA Alvin Bragg's office, though he provided no evidence to back up the claim, shockingly. It's possible that Trump could be basing this on news reports that Bragg's office will be meeting with law enforcement tomorrow to prepare for a potential indictment at some point this week though there have not actually been any charges filed or any indication that they will be imminently filed. But it wouldn't be the first time Donald completely invented something in his head, like the existence of 11,780 votes. Back over in reality, what is actually happening with the case is that a new witness in the investigation is reportedly going to appear before the grand jury today. That witness is a lawyer named Robert Costello, He had previously advised Michael Cohen before they fell out over Cohen's decision to flip on Trump. Costello is reportedly prepared to offer testimony attacking Cohen's credibility, but Cohen himself is actually going to be on standby as a rebuttal witness. So I suppose we'll all find out tomorrow, together, if there was any truth to Trump's truth. Perhaps Donald was just looking for something to commiserate over with his boss, Vladimir Putin who just so happened to earn himself an arrest warrant this past weekend. The International Criminal Court announced on Friday that they were issuing an arrest warrant for Putin in response to war crimes in Ukraine, specifically the unlawful deportation and abduction of children from Ukraine into Russia. Practically speaking, it's unclear what weight this will hold given that Russia does not recognize the ICC's jurisdiction, and Putin certainly won't be extraditing himself to stand trial. However, it is definitely a problem for global travel given that many countries would happily extradite him. So I hope that he's content spending his remaining spring breaks at his dacha. Maybe time to renovate. The markets may close for business over the weekend, but investment bankers never do. UBS agreed yesterday to purchase its longtime competitor Credit Suisse for more than $3 billion with a promise from the Swiss government that they would provide more than $9 billion to backstop any potential losses that they may incur, on top of $100 billion of liquidity to help facilitate the deal. This takeover was something of a reluctantly arranged marriage by regulators, who became increasingly concerned that the situation at Credit Suisse could make Switzerland a new center of global financial stress, stacked on top of the problems in the U.S. Seriously, Switzerland, I thought this was supposed to be your whole thing. What's next? Slow clocks? Shitty chocolate? Snowless mountains? That one's kind of already starting. At least Switzerland isn't the only one in its neighborhood whose drama is making headlines this weekend. Life came at French President Emmanuel Macron real fast. 
he is now facing a no-confidence vote following his unilateral decision last week to push through a law that would raise the retirement age when citizens could access their state pension from 62 to 64. Not only were people outraged by the move, je n'aime pas le work, you know, but a main focus of their criticism was that Macron did this without a standard vote in parliament, presumably because he thought it would not pass. Throughout last week and over the weekend, protests and violent riots intensified, and members of parliament, who were not even allowed to vote on the change, said they feared for their safety and were receiving hundreds of threatening emails a day. Now Macron and his party are facing two no-confidence motions from two different groups within parliament. The vote will be held today, though it is unlikely that Macron will be removed, as that would require essentially every member of parliament outside of his own party to align, from the far right to the far left, which would be unprecedented. Also, kind of unfair if Macron, of all people, gets to retire early, no? Now back to our problems here in America. On Friday, Wyoming became the first state to ban the use of pills for abortion, effective July 1st. This comes just as we are all separately awaiting the preliminary ruling from Texas that could potentially threaten FDA approval for Mifepristone nationwide. Wyoming's law is legally different in that it prohibits any pill that would end a pregnancy without naming any specific drugs. It makes, quote, dispensing, prescribing, distributing, selling, and using any drug for the purpose of procuring or performing an abortion, a misdemeanor punishable by up to six months in prison and a $9,000 fine. Though pregnant patients will be exempt from charges and penalties. How merciful. Not to be legislatively outdone before the weekend hit, Florida Republicans announced they would be advancing a bill that would ban girls from talking about their menstrual cycles in school before sixth grade. This would be part of a bill regarding sex education, which would restrict certain educational materials but also require instruction on sexual health. While we're putting legal age gates on conversation, how about we make it illegal for state legislators over age 18 to talk about girls' menstrual cycles? Also on Friday, Florida's Department of Business and Professional Regulation, which falls under none other than Ron DeSantis' administration, announced that they plan to revoke the liquor license of the Hyatt Regency Hotel in Miami. The reason? Because the hotel was the site of a Christmas-themed drag show, where children were present for what the formal complaint alleged was a sexually explicit performance and a lewd, vulgar, and indecent display. The Hyatt said that the event was managed by a separate third party and that their role was to serve food and beverages. As of now, the hotel's liquor license remains active, but this is just one of several similar complaints that DeSantis has filed against venues that have hosted drag shows. Meanwhile, in Miami last night, the city issued a state of emergency and a midnight curfew following two deadly shootings this weekend on a main avenue in South Beach. Right now, the city is heavily populated with people on spring break, who will now have to be in their homes between 12 and 6 a.m. for the rest of the week. Hmm, you know what didn't ruin spring break for an entire city? A drag show. Quite the opposite, actually. But what does it say about the state of Florida that their go-to punishment is restricting access to alcohol? And finally for today, it has now been over a week since Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell fell at an event in D.C. and was admitted to the hospital with a concussion. Although he was released from the hospital five days after the fall, he was admitted to an inpatient recovery facility and is expected to be there for up to two weeks. However, it does not appear that anyone is on public record of having seen or spoken verbally to McConnell directly. 
As of late last week, McConnell's number two in the Senate, Republican minority whip John Thune, said that he had, quote, communicated with him by text. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.